0: Hey Star Wars fans, welcome to the Credible Nerds Podcast. My name is Justin and I'll be your host for today's rewatch review show for The Mandalorian Season 2, Chapter 10, entitled The Passenger or Passenger? Let's say. The Passenger. The Passenger. And we will be talking about what happens in this episode. Uh, The last episode was Marshall, and we got to meet Cobb Vanth, and they fought a crate dragon and were victorious. And so at the end of that episode, Mandalorian, um, our hero, is headed back home, and we pick up right where that left off, but uh, we're going to get into this episode. It uh, has, I don't know if it's controversial, but it has a lot of detractors when it first aired, and I was kind of on that side of the fence, but I think my opinion has changed, but we'll get into that. So, so first off, like I said, my name is Justin, and I have my fellow Mandalorians here with me. I have uh, Nathan here again. Hey, everybody. And we got Blake. Hey. And so we'll be revisiting this episode that came out uh, probably a year and a half ago. Coming up on two years now. Oh. Yeah, this November, I believe. So it's been a while. <laughs> and we're just getting back to it. Uh, but I watched it earlier today. And like I said, I I have a different take on it now
1: oh, yeah? than I did before. Your first take was?
0: Filler episode. Okay. Some good moments, but overall, yeah. And I'll get into that later, but for your first, your guys' first time watching, what did you, what was your perspective on, on how it was that, that first time when it came out two years ago?
2: I felt the same way after, after the, uh, the, the previous episode, it was kind of a little bit of a, felt like a little detour, you know, mm-hmm. it's a little bit of a time, time filler before we, we got into the the next episode we'll talk about, I guess, next time, but um, but it was fun. I had some, you know, I watched this with my family, with my kids. And so there were a lot of things that, um, my kids really appreciated <laughs> having yeah. time with. So nice, it was fun, but a little bit of a detour. Okay. What
0: about for you, Nathan?
1: Yeah, same thing. I, uh, first time watch through, um, I felt like it was a pause in the story, almost like they had a contract to do so many episodes mm-hmm. and they were like, well, we need a filler before we get into the move the story along. So let's kind of pause and take this little side trip. And, mm-hmm. you know, it was not without its uh, merits, but I did feel kind of like, ah, I got to wait another week for the story to actually <laughs> yeah, keep moving along. With the, the main part of the story, which is what we were most interested in, and that was, you know, him going out and looking for, a Jedi, but uh, you know the, but and the, there were some things in this episode though that I kind of like uh, you know on the rewatch, I, I, I you know I, I want to ask you guys to talk to you guys about. I' kind of curious what your opinion is. Mm-hmm. so as we talk about as we go through it,
0: yeah, definitely let's get into it. Um, so they start out like I said, right after the last episode. Um, he's headed back on his speeder bike with the Boba Fett armor strapped onto it with Grogu and they, he gets ambushed. Um, these scavengers or, uh, ruffians of Tatooine, they set up a trap for him and it's the basic pull the rope. So the guy hits it <laughs> yeah. and falls off pretty, uh, something we've seen back in the Looney Tunes, day, Looney Tunes <laughs> days, I believe. But yeah, the
1: old rope between the trees trick. Yeah.
0: So that happens he flies off and he, I think there's four of them at least three I think maybe four.
1: And what's the and like what are the odds that he would travel right between those two mm-hmm. rocks, right? Yeah. With the the expanse and miles of desert is yeah. that like and and when they take when the they when the camera pans out and you see this big wide
2: shot, he could have easily gone around it, but mm-hmm. For, instead yeah. of the
0: kind of the like, one place there might be an ambush <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah all right well, plus they were like oh we got to get the child so he they knew he had the child i guess there's a bounty on him so yeah I, that part's pretty uh holds up pretty well
1: yeah so i think they've established that you know people are hunting for the child but The first thing I thought of when I saw that rope is, like, they're going to decapitate the guy. I I mean, like, that's
0: not... He was going fast.
1: Yeah. As fast as he's going, I'm like, that would kill somebody in in real life, Mm -hmm. you know.
0: He's got that Beskar armor, though.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, could you imagine the internal injuries? I mean, it's just like...
0: Yeah, I was watching for that, and I think it hit the bike.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: He flew over the bike, but still. Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, Yeah, pretty dangerous. So but if, he,
1: what if it didn't? Yeah, that's yeah. a pretty rig. That's, if you're a bounty hunter, I think you would be like, maybe we should put up a net instead <laughs> of a, yeah, yeah. Yeah, a rope that decap, decapitating rope. Yeah. But
0: whatever. Yeah. So, he falls off. He fights him. Um The one of the guys was he has the same dress up gear as like what we see on Jakku in episode seven. So I thought that was, obviously it was intentional because this is after, we hadn't seen that outfit till episode seven came out. And so they're trying to tie that together, the universe together. And I appreciated that. Um, I liked seeing that crossover. So when we, if you were watching it in chronological order for the first time, you'd be like, oh yeah, we've seen that before. No yeah. Big deal. So I, I appreciate that. But uh, he fights off those guys. Uh, he, I don't know if he kills them or knocks them out, but he d- had a, you know, incapacitates them. Yep.
2: I think the last one's got to be dead. He fell yeah. from yeah. <laughs> pretty high. Pretty huh? high. <laughs> yeah, that's
0: what I was going to get to is like he gives up his his jetpack and then he makes it so he flies up. That was pretty brutal. Or not brutal but um ruthless, I guess yeah. you could say. Yeah. Yeah. I liked it. <laughs> it was good. So, a little co- comedic as well and Yeah. You got Grogu reacting to like, oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, I liked it because, you know, we we see all these different sides of the Mandalorian. And, you know, the opening scene from the first episode, you think you've got this gunslinger, mm-hmm. you know, kind of hard-line kind of a guy. And then, as we've said in earlier discussions, sometimes he just seems super soft, m- way more soft than than you, we would... Than he what he was at the beginning. Than he was at the beginning. And I expect a transition I fully understand and expect to see a transition and for him to kind of like you know he's got this kid he's kind of grown empathetic maybe to others yeah so it doesn't surprise me but at sometimes you still want to see him that come out and uh and so which we did in this particular circumstance but mm-hmm. but I I wish I saw it a little more but anyways
0: yeah that's a good point. So he's able to defeat them. They take off, head back. He walks back into Mas uh, Mas Isley. Yeah. And uh, the only thing I was, they showed uh, like a montage of him crossing the dunes and all that. The only thing I could think of is, man, that's got to be hot in that armor, right? With that sun, it's like.
1: And carrying like, the other armor.
0: Yeah, carrying <laughs> all carrying his the stuff. other armor. Yeah. 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 So. And there's
1: not a radio in
0: that helmet, or like. Yeah, a transmitter. A transmitter. Like, hey. hey. <laughs> Peli moto, come get me. Yeah,
1: like <laughs> speeder bike. Is there, is there an Uber here on yeah, Tatooine?
2: yeah. yeah. AAA or little something. A little help?
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> so he walks back. Kudos to him. Survives it. Um, I guess if C-3PO can do it, he can do it too. Yeah. But, uh, So he meets up with, he heads to the cantina, the famous cantina from episode four. Yep. It's back to its lively ways from the last time we saw it in the first season. Uh, you got some aliens in there. People are having a good time drinking. He comes up to Pelimoto. She's playing sabak with uh, Doctor Mandible, what she calls him. And he's like, "Hey, I got, I came back, defeated the crate dragon." Just kind of drops that casually, and she's like, "Oh, is that all?" Yeah, Oh <laughs> great. So, well, was that like, all you had to do? Yeah. She
2: she was interested in the meat, though.
0: Yeah, it must be. A prime cut. Yeah. And then they showed it roasted on the spit later. It's like, dang, that does look did good. did look good. Yeah. <laughs> so I wonder what that tastes like. Um, so anyway, uh, she tell here he tells her, hey, I need to get somewhere. You know, this Mandalorian doesn't know anything. He's not even a real Mandalorian. Yeah. And it just so happens that Dr. Mandible has heard of someone who knows where the Mandalorians are, the yeah. closest ones. And so...
1: But let's pause for a moment. I want you guys to clarify. So in the previous episode, he's looking for a Mandalorian, right? Mm -hmm. He goes to Tatooine um, because he's heard there's a Mandalorian out in this town. Mm -hmm. The name escapes me. He goes out there. Does he even ever ask him? He just, he runs into the sheriff and the he's he realizes he's not a mandalorian mm-hmm. and and then then the whole episode is about him getting the armor back from him and and then you know in this agreement with the crate dragon I, I i does he just assume he must not know where a jedi is because he does, he's not a real mandalore because he never really asks him do you know where any jedi are right which was the whole point of him going out there yeah i mean am i right mm-hmm. does it even come up in that episode so he goes. So he. So that kind of that whole thing was kind of pointless, mm-hmm. as far as that goal is as far concerned. As gaining information. Gaining information. Yeah. So he comes yeah. back and he's like, "Well, that didn't work," mm-hmm. and now they're now he's in the cantina, and she's just like, "Well, here's a guy right here. Yeah, <laughs> it's just kind of <laughs> he like, knows something. He knows something. Like, well, could have yeah. saved me could, a trip. Introduced <laughs> me to him <laughs> before a couple weeks ago. Going, oh. yeah. right. And but, the other thing was like, um." can you uh his buy-in right oh yeah she's like can you uh you know he's got information um but you know only if you you know if throwing his buy-in and he's doing really well by the way and he's like how much and it's 500 credits so he's just like throws it in and she wins so did she just him. scam yeah. the mandalore Hussled out him. of 500 <laughs> credits because yeah. she, she, she knew she was gonna win
0: she had the idiots array right one of the best hands in Sabacc
1: so it's kind of like well I mean I don't know what to think about that she totally just scammed the Mandalore out of 500 credits isn't she supposed to be like his friend I I don't know she's
2: a pretty consistent babysitter though
0: yeah she wants to get paid for her services that's right
1: but this is one of those moments that I was expected the Mandalore to be like I got a new proposition for you how about you tell me what I know and I don't blow your head (laughs) off yeah right yeah I mean, I don't think that would have been completely out of character for him to... That be, would
0: be the ruthless Mando. Yeah.
1: And, you know, I don't think he really would have done it. But I don't know that the, you know, the Dr. Manda... Mandable. Mandible? Mandible. <laughs> I don't know that he would have not known that and just said that, right? Right. So that's that whole scene kind of bugged me. Because mm. I was just like, eh, I you know, I, I wouldn't... I don't see him doing this, but... January. throwing the buy-in money yeah throwing in the buy-in money getting scammed out of 500 bucks
2: after or, after walking across the I yeah, yeah. was that. just
0: tired I was like whatever bro whatever yeah. here you go
1: yeah I just or him just or or he made me insane like hey you just scam me 500 bucks how do you just scam me out yeah. of 500 credits I can uh, see
0: him reacting after the fact but yeah like, Hey, what's up? You knew you were gonna win. Yeah,
1: I mean, and it, and his, he's just like it doesn't even come up. So that that whole interaction, fun. But I was just like, eh, I could, I I would have probably done it differently.
0: Yeah. So back to the Cobb Vanth thing. I think when they were riding off to find the where the crate dragon lives, and he was telling him a story of how he found the armor. You kind of realize, okay, this guy is not the Mandalorian. He's yeah. not going to know yeah. where others are. It's just yeah. a small town, yeah. Marshal, that yeah. So I can't. Fell they this. didn't come out and say it, but that, yeah, yeah. So yeah,
1: I, and I I get that, and but that, now and and I can buy that. I
0: I I'm fine with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she gets the the info from Mandible that he's got to take. A passenger, hence the title of the episode, uh-huh. to another system, another planet in a nearby system, and uh, he's not like I'm not a taxi service, right? <laughs> and then she's like, "Well, that's the only way you're gonna, you know, get the money or whatever." So um, he comes up with this this plan that he's gonna transport her, but he can't do hyperspace. Because it'll kill. Because this person is a f- frog lady. <laughs> yeah, they call her the frog lady. I don't know if there's like an official name for her. Let me see. They call her, I think, the frog lady. They do.
1: Um, well, all I know is that when you watch it on captions, mm-hmm. when she speaks, it says frog, frog lady, <laughs> and then it, and then, which again, I I don't know. There's a couple things like he's like, I don't know what you're talking about, and then later in the episode, he's just like. I don't speak frog. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, so now frogs exist in the Star Wars universe? Yeah,
0: well, actually, like, they do. Yeah. Not to be all Star Wars nerd on you, but I'm gonna be. Yeah,
1: no, I <laughs> want to hear it.
0: In the Empire Strikes Back novelization, uh-huh, uh, there's a mention of a duck, oh, and a frog. So,
1: so that's kind of one of the things I want to talk about. Is just kind of like the cross over in the Star Wars universe to like common. Phrases or items, persons, place, persons, places, things. I guess nouns where, that exist in our world that simultaneously exist in the Star Wars universe. Yeah. Sometimes it doesn't bother me, and it's really never bothered me before. But sometimes I just wonder, like today, like in this episode, when he's they're cooking the meat, she's
0: like, "I want it medium rare,"
1: <laughs> and I'm like, "Yeah, that's I I don't." That was like I didn't I didn't like that I'm like
0: well yeah where's the line yeah because right? you got to call a shirt a shirt yeah a ship a ship yeah. train a train you know where's where do you draw that line that's that's a good thing to think about so I don't think like you said it's not that big of a deal no but
2: I feel like I've, I've got enough to learn yeah. <laughs> <laughs> watching
0: you know these expansive universe yeah you type uh, learn adventures. about Jedi I, and all these different names. I can't learn
2: how to how to reference the cooking of meat, too, I don't <laughs> yeah. think. And I'm
1: not expecting that, them to say a different thing. It's just kind of like, you know, I like it. Hey, I like it cooked. I like my meat cooked, or but for her to say medium rare, maybe it's just because I like my meat medium rare or medium, so maybe it touched a nerve, yeah. but I'm like. <laughs> like medium rare. Medium. That's not That's done my, enough. Yeah. That's my thing. That's my thing. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I was just curious. That's fun, so, cooler talk. That's what I always refer to. Is like, yeah, does it matter? No, but let's talk about it. <laughs> yeah, I'm like because I'm like, what?
1: What's how? How familiar do we bring in? You know, our, our our universes descriptions and names of things into this universe. I mean, obviously they're walking around speaking English, right? Yeah. So yeah. So where do you, obviously. You got to draw the line somewhere, but i I don't want it. I don't want it too many things to be too familiar. And Frog Lady was to me like it's pretty earthy. Yeah, right. I was. I wasn't a fan of the Frog Lady. Yeah. And when he's like, I don't speak frog. Well, and, and plus he's like, Do you speak Hatties? Yeah. And then later on, he just says, I don't speak frog. I'm like, Well, was that a miss on their part? I don't know.
0: Mm-hmm. I think they're going for the humor, and yeah. that's what they yeah. used. But, uh, so she's got to transport her eggs to this planet so her husband can fertilize it, <laughs> which is a whole visual I did not want. <laughs> right. But uh, we got it. And, uh, so they get, uh, they arrange passage and all that, um, and head out. Yep. So he's flying his ship. There's the, the thing that you were talking about, the Hatti. I don't speak Hatti. They're trying to communicate and they can't. And that's one of the things that comes out later in the episode uh, with, the um, – like in the, the sequence saying, oh, before on The Mandalorian, previously on The Mandalorian. Yeah. They show the scene from last season where they shoot the protocol droid and it's still, the protocol droid's head is still there in the ship. So she hacks into that and uses it to be able to translate so you yeah. can communicate. And, but it's only like what's scene, and then all, then stuff happens and then he can understand her after that. Does he? I didn't think he could. They're not like directly communicating, but they're communicating. Like he has no, he doesn't need the translator anymore to that, Mm. which was, she definitely
1: grunts at him. (laughs) But I think he's just kind of juxtaposing what the idea is, Mm. but I I don't know that he understands her directly, but, but I mean, yeah. Well,
0: they don't have a problem communicating like they did before. No, I guess that's what I'm getting at. Yeah, well... It's like with R2 and Luke, they kind of know yeah. each other.
1: Yeah, I think he senses kind of what she's saying with all of the hand gestures. <laughs> yeah. But what did you think of when they're traveling? Of course, obviously, before they that all happens, we get two X-wings mm-hmm. that stop them, you know?
0: Yeah. The police. Yeah. Rangers of the New Republic, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> the show will never get. Yeah. But... Um, I don't know. I've never been big on that idea that they're just driving around flying around Policing. Looking for criminals. Is the new republic in that stage already? Well they're only been a couple years. Yeah,
1: they're looking for imperials, right? They're looking for people who are still uh have loyalties to the Empire. That's the Yeah. Isn't that what the premise was? That's what they said. And something about a transponder and yeah, and send me a ping. I'm yeah. like, <laughs> like all right, hunt for red October. What are we? <laughs> yeah. What is this? Yeah. You know, just yeah. one ping. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah the, they wanted the, the identity of the ship, and it's yeah. like, well, I'm pre-imperie. I am pre empire i do not have that. I don't need it. Yeah, like, things have changed. We need it now. Yeah, and I thought that was why is he pushing back?
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, because yeah, as the as the story goes on, and I mean, we'll get to all of this. He, you know, there's this. Huge adventure and damage to to the ship and all of these things and and then at the end they kind of get back to where they started and yeah it's all cool yeah. you know
0: yeah. I was just giving you a warning yeah I don't want to see you around anymore yeah <laughs> take care of yourself You're right. <laughs> keep your nose clean yeah so uh yeah what did you think do you think that's a good story element? Yeah, I didn't have a problem with that. Okay. I mean, it makes
1: perfect. It makes sense to me that that the Republic is on the outer rim. On the outer rim, you know, policing
0: and to some extent. I mean, okay. yeah, uh, yeah. I it's, do think it was a backdoor element to the Rangers of the New Republic show that they were thinking about at that time. So yeah. I think that was part of the reason part yeah. of the plan. But who knows what's happening with that now?
1: Probably. I don't know, lack of material to build a series around something like that. <laughs> I don't that in Gina Carano. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well,
0: there you go. So um, The lack thereof. Yeah. Um, so they, like, you, like we said, um, hey, you got to stop. Tell us who you are. He doesn't want to. So this chase scene ensues. And he heads down to this ice planet and tries to lose him in the clouds, tries to lose him in the ice canyon, and does... But he crashes into this cavern And the ship's disabled Yeah So again I don't know Is this the first time We see the Razor Crest Pretty much destroyed Well we
1: saw it Completely disassembled Oh yeah yeah uh, In the previous season <laughs> yeah,
0: With the Jawas With so the, the Jawas <laughs> <laughs> and, and then
1: put it back together Basically yeah. I, yeah
0: I did think that I was like Well they put it back together In like a couple hours <laughs> Yeah With the Jawas Montage so. <laughs> But yeah. yeah So what's the big deal now
1: yeah, that crash. I, I have to admit, when I saw it crash, I was like, "They're dead." Yeah, they're I mean, not like, not personally dead, but there's no way that ships yeah taking off. So I wonder how they're gonna get off the planet because that the ships never is done is done. Especially because it it turns backwards, completely slides on its belly, and then falls in the hole. And when it, it looks like when it lands, the underside just Crunches, yeah. crunches and collapses on itself right mm-hmm. so my first impression was like that thing's it's done right that's what I thought
0: yeah me too and the wings were kind of damaged yeah so it's like how's this thing gonna fly yeah and uh, so this is when the frog lady learns how to communicate with him yep. Um, so they're able to he gets out starts working on the ship And, again, a short time seems to have passed, and he's done already enough work when they come back to the ship after the adventure. He thinks he can take off after working on it for what seems to be just a few minutes. Well,
1: that's, you know, she lectures them. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm like, hey— you know, I thought
0: Mandalore's were all this <laughs> and all that. And he's just like,
1: he totally guilt trips him into <laughs> fixing it. And he goes out there with like a canvas bag and he works on it <laughs> for five minutes and all of a sudden what was unrepairable is like, you know, he welds a couple of wires together. Yeah,
2: able and, to, and, to fly through space, you know. yeah. And
1: then while she's taking the jacuzzi bath. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, that,
2: that was a random addition. I mean. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And of course we haven't talked about it yet, but what did Grogu eating all her eggs, right? Did you guys that gross you out at first? I thought it was funny. You you just thought it was was funny.
2: It was cool, but but that was that's something a lot of people kind (laughs) of kind of got up in arms about. You know, they're trying to save that race, and Grogu's like (laughs) (laughs) slurping them, popping them like yeah, they're pickled eggs.
1: Yeah, (laughs)
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) so the first time I saw it, it it grossed me out. I don't know why it grossed me out, Mm. and so the rewatch, I realized. I'm like, oh, they're not fertilized eggs. They're just basically like Uh, chicken eggs. eggs, So it'd be no different than (laughs) eating some (laughs) hard-boiled eggs, I guess, maybe. But still, I don't know. The way they depicted him eating them, just like slurping (laughs) them up like you said, it just kind of like, I don't
0: know. Yeah, I thought it was funny. I
1: thought that was, it, it was gross. And like... Hey, maybe you should put a padlock on that canister, yeah. right? What's the <laughs> the code? Maybe there's a maybe maybe think about putting a little passcode on that yeah, thing. Yeah, <laughs> So that's
0: just going to town. It's like well, when your mom hides the cookies and you find the spot. You go in there and sneak one every couple hours. Yeah, yeah.
1: And I half expected by the time they got home, if they ever, when I was watching it. I have expected by the time if they ever did get off the planet wherever it is that they were hanging up that she when they arrived she pulled that tank out and there would be like two left yeah because it didn't seem like there were very many in there to begin with and there were almost just as many but i think he ate at least three that i saw yeah, he ate a few he i i thought he ate more than that but i mean i wasn't <laughs> counting but i was like every time he slurped one up i was just like oh my gosh there's not gonna be any
2: left yeah. yeah. Well, the eggs were just weird all the way around. When when the frog lady was in that hot bath, like <laughs> Taking a bath in with this them. totally tense situation, they're about to die, and she's having a soak, and yeah, and puts all like lets all of her eggs out, and they're just floating. They're floating around, float around and, yeah. yeah. So they can't Wouldn't go through hyper <laughs> hyperspace, but man, they can hang out in the hot tub. And yeah.
1: And was that the problem is they were they need to stay warm, I like like, yeah, like yeah. an incubation Maybe. kind of a thing? Is that what the backpack machine was, like a liquid incubator?
0: I guess. Maybe. It's a good theory. Yeah. I like it. You got to keep them warm or yeah. they'll die. But it's like if, I mean, if you put a, a regular egg into the <laughs> hot tub, you wouldn't want to just pull it out and expect it to be fertilized Yeah, yeah. it'd be dead. Yeah, but I don't know. Start with. It is funny, though. The comedic yeah.
1: elements. All right. So we have that scene. You know, she's taking a hot bath with her kids. And of course, we see all the white egg sacky yeah. looking things. <laughs> right? Well, it's
0: funny because Mano's like, no, don't eat it. And then he turns around and he's like, oh, there's a ton of eggs over there. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm going to go eat those ones.
1: So <laughs> when you saw those things, what was your oh, yeah. first thought? aliens aliens, yeah. aliens right yeah yeah this is so kind of, good it's just kind of like oh we all know what's gonna happen he's gonna <laughs> yeah, go Innocent a little grogu like oh yeah yeah he's <laughs> gonna touch one and some funky alien thing's yeah. gonna come sliding out no
2: puppies are coming out of yeah them. yeah <laughs> yeah i thought
0: it was really good a re- visual reference yeah and even it's it's also related to uh, concept art from again Empire Strikes Back on Dagobah they were supposed to be those creatures there oh yeah uh, but they didn't use them
1: yeah I've seen those deleted scenes from Empire Strikes Backs where they were supposed to be more of the the I can't remember the name but the the ice monster thing the the whole, the whole Wampus yeah they were supposed to, there was supposed to be a bunch of them attacking the whole base and tearing walls down and killing them but yeah. I, that all got deleted out yeah
0: just wasn't practical, I guess. Yeah. So, again, they reused some concept art from the past, original trilogy. And I think that's what it brings that vibe, that original trilogy vibe into the show without actually, you know, explicitly stating, like, oh, here's a wampa that you saw in episode five or, yeah. you know, something like that. So it's not like slap in your face. It's just these subtle things that yeah. come across that are really good.
1: It would have been cool to have seen. A wampa. Yeah, that's true. I actually probably would have liked that. Probably more than... Like a dead wampa
0: that the spiders ate? Or, yeah.
1: (laughs) Or, or, yeah. Or, yeah. Or maybe there is one, and they're fighting it, and then it, Mm. it like, turns and runs away, and they're Mm -hmm. like, yeah, we defeated it. And then they turn around and see a horde of spiders chasing after them, and they're like, that trope, you know, something like that. That would have been kind of been fun. But what did you think of the ice spiders? Did you... Were you, I mean, I guess we call them that, but, yeah. um, that's what I called them.
0: Yeah. They were all, what do you think, Blake?
2: Oh, I mean, yeah, it, it it was cool. They, they were scary and yeah. they seemed to get pretty big, pretty fast. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like those were little teeny eggs. And by the time they got to the ship, they were, you know, about four times that size. But
1: so when you see something like that, the first, one of the things that I thought, I'm like, okay, before these guys crashed on the ship, what are they eating? What are they living off of, Because yeah. it's just an ice planet, yeah, and i I don't know, maybe I should think about things, <laughs> things too much. I'm like how well, are, I, how are all these things alive and running around? There's no food anywhere yeah. right that we know of right? right
0: well the the spa thing, the hot tub thing looked like it would had been built, did it so, well, yeah, in my mind, Because... Oh. I mean, it had a barrier, like a rim, to hold the water. I thought it was
1: just like a, something you see at Yellowstone National Park, some natural
0: yeah. thing, but... Well, it was pretty circular, right? It was, yeah. And maybe that was just the set design or whatever, but maybe it's a trap, right? Maybe. They they stay there because people are creatures like, oh, sweet, I can warm up here <laughs> in this cold planet.
1: You're saying they built a hot <laughs> a jacuzzi to trap yeah. people. <laughs> yeah. You know what gets people here? It's jacuzzi <laughs> tubs. <stuff. laughs> well, it worked for
0: Frog Lady. <laughs> it did a little bed and breakfast. <laughs> yeah. So but yeah, I thought it was uh ice spiders are super creepy. First you have well, first you have Grogu eating one and you're like, Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> that's nasty. That what, 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 what was that thing eat? Yeah. yeah. I'm starting to get a little weary of him. I know. And then he what he got? Lizards, spiders, ants. Yeah. yeah frogs but um so then you see like the little ones and then you see a little bigger one and like yeah. Blake was saying they just get bigger and bigger and then there's this huge monster one chasing them yeah which
1: it just made me think of harry potter that spider chasing uh, yeah. Yeah. you know
0: they're in the cave that i'm like i don't know mm-hmm. then you have mando shooting them like dissolving his green goo which is yeah. pretty cool yeah then frog lady, she, like, <laughs> runs on all fours. That was weird. Yeah. Yeah. I knew she was a frog
2: lady, but that still <laughs> surprised me. Like, <laughs> what? She's she jumping like a frog. Oh, yeah, she's a frog lady. You're a frog lady.
1: Yeah.
0: So they make it back to the ship, and chaos ensues. They start tearing about the ship, and he's trying to fend off. I like the flamethrower idea that he used. I did like that. Well, and I was like, that. Yeah. I well, now
2: it's like, why doesn't he use his flamethrower Yeah. a lot earlier, you know? Uh, but uh, then, he, then he whipped it out.
0: Should have used it more
1: yeah it doesn't last very long though right i mean it seems like there was an episode and maybe i'm thinking ahead versus behind but mm-hmm. it seems like there was a time he used it and it only had like and it was pretty short-lived mm-hmm. like with the fuel for it doesn't last very yeah, long but.
0: that's a good point it's got to be fueled by something yeah so he gets they get to the cockpit and hold him off and then the big one comes and starts attacking him um And that's what he—the big one—falls through the ice, lands on the ship, and just pretty much crushes it. Yeah.
1: Well, two big like claw things crash through the glass into the cockpit because they they finally get the into the cockpit. They get the door shut, and and then you see um, him—the big one—coming down on the front, and and you see the mouth hit the glass, (laughs) and you start thinking it's going to like start drilling a hole in the glass, and then you see these two big claw things crash through the glass next to him and you're and i'm like it, the ship's done it's
0: how is this yeah i'm like how are I, they going to get out of this i think that's the joke for this season is how can we really destroy this thing but still make it fly yeah yeah this happens two or three times yeah this season
1: but yeah. yeah so keep going so then yeah. that happens and then
0: then you hear blaster fire and those two republic sh- soldiers fighter pilot pilots showed up and you know fight them off kill the big one and bunch of the little ones and they come out and talk and like you said earlier blake um like they just gave him a warning <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah i i don't know man and and i half expected when they panned out that they would be in their cockpit using the ship blasters yeah, to too. kill everything but they're they're using rifles yeah. and they're like Pretty accurate. accurate. Pretty dang accurate <laughs> yeah. with those things. That's the one
2: thing that didn't
0: damage the ship, you know? <laughs> yeah. it was
1: a- and I'm like, <laughs> did they use the rifles on the big mom spider? Maybe. Because no, I'm I like, think
0: they used the X-Wing. Because when they first showed up, I did hear X-Wing blaster fire. That's
1: what I thought, too. Yeah, but yeah. then when it actually shows them, they're, the cockpit's open and they're standing there picking them off. And I'm like, did they use their rifles to shoot that thing? Because it only took one or two shots and that yeah. thing was dead, but...
0: I was like, "Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So all the spiders are dead. And um, then he's able to put the shit back together. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. This part, I don't. He asked asked him for help. Hey, can you give me a lift? He's like, like, no, we're lucky. What was the phrase? You're lucky we didn't arrest you. Yeah.
1: He's like, you're going to arrest me? He's like, we should. But these are trying times. Yeah. What does that mean? yeah I what I, what is that what, i i don't know That's a good
0: question yeah
1: but i mean he did say yeah okay we know who you are we know what you did both the bad and the good so we're gonna let you go yeah. with you know but make sure you get that transponder <laughs> fixed yeah <laughs> that re- when i think of that it makes me think of uh, uh the friends uh, and chandler and what does he do for a living what is
0: transponster.
1: he? Transponster. He's a transponster, <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. There's what a- is that? <laughs> yeah.
0: So it's basically, you got to fix his blinker light or something. Yeah. Like his tail right. light.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And I'm like, they fly away. And I'm like, they left him for dead. There's no way that that ship is getting off. And, and they're he, like,
2: fix the transponder. <laughs> and, and there's a heap of a ship behind him, like yeah. holes in the windshield. Yeah. And-
1: what? Are the, it's the least of his worries right now, right? Yeah. And the other thing he's like, well, I can, I can pressurize the cockpit, yeah. but the rest of the ship integrity is done, gone. And I'm like, You're going to fly through space (laughs) with, like, the hangar bay door open and stuff falling out and one of the engines and sparks are flying everywhere? And how did he seal the glass in the cockpit? Because they did show those two claws things going
2: into the cockpit. Just like like cardboard, like people do with their cars, probably. Duct tape. Duct tape on the window. I'm like...
1: (laughs) And he's like, Well, I'm, I'm going to pressurize the cockpit. But it's going to get cold and we'll be able to limp, you know. And, yeah. and then it goes to take off. And I'm like,
0: Why didn't it do that earlier? Yeah.
1: I, I just, I don't know. This one. <laughs> I was just like, yeah.
0: So that has those uh, questions. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I struggled with this one.
0: Yeah. But for me, I liked it better the second time yeah um partly because like you said like we the first season starts off or the first episode of the new season starts off awesome you got this big event yeah big fight boba fett's armor's in play you see boba fett on tatooine for a second so you get all these expectations and then it's just like oh i'm gonna go fly, yeah. find my ship so initially it's just a letdown it's like oh man This 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 episode, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. and you know, as you watch him, you realize, okay, there's, in a sense, the second, the previous episode, they had to figure out a way to get him to get Boba Fett's armor, and that was really the point of that episode, right? right? And then you see can't, you know, Boba Fett at the end of that episode, yeah. standing there looking at him. So a lot of these episodes are kind of setting things up, mm-hmm. you know, and they move the story along a little bit, but of course they're also setting up things that, mm-hmm. you know, are and they're setting up things that we want, that we're looking forward to. And, and at the end of the day, I didn't hate this episode. It was entertaining and mm-hmm. it was, it's fine, but
0: I. I I just was like,
1: "This is ridiculous," and we haven't even gotten to the end yet.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I enjoyed it because was a lot of character moments, like small yeah. character moments, like, "Oh, that's cool." I didn't well, notice that
2: before. And I think when they were when they were taken off, the uh, Mandalorian said something along the lines of, "Wake me up if the if yeah. the door comes off of its track," and then he says, "Just kidding. If that happens, we'll all be dead." Yeah. <laughs> so it. you know, it kind of gave us a chance to you know get to know his dry sense of humor and you know mm-hmm. it's yeah. kind of that rough western hero anti-hero that true you know mm-hmm. is gruff but you you get to like him and he says these funny things yeah so know, yeah, some yeah. of that happened
0: yeah and you got the grogu scenes where he's causing all these missions like stealing the eggs yeah he keeps eyeballing that that, that canister
1: I, I did like the scene when they're flying and he turns and he looks at it and yeah. she wraps her <laughs> arms around it. Yeah. And then he just looks forward and he's just like, <sharp inhale> eats another one. <laughs> I'm like, geez, man. Where yeah. is
0: he getting these things from? Yeah. She so so like, got those moments throughout. Uh, Pelimoto, I, last season when I first saw her for the first time, I was like, who is this? this is yeah. I'm not dumb. But. She's funny in this episode. I like her She's it. all right, yeah. yeah.
1: I, the only thing about her I don't like, I don't like her hair. I wish they would... Yeah. I don't like the... The 80s hair? The big curly... <laughs> you know, I wish they had a... I wish they had a
0: different hairstyle for her. It, it looks very <laughs> yeah. dated. It's bad. It doesn't yeah. look good. Yeah. But whatever. Yeah, it's like the sideburns for the Imperial officers. Yeah. <laughs> it's so dated, but... Yeah. Hey.
1: But at the same time, I'm like, really, am I going to sit here and critique a character's hair. Yeah. I'm like, what, what is
0: that? Who cares? Hair. Whatever. Yeah. yeah, It's fine. But yeah, definitely better on the second watch. Uh, yeah, it is. Uh, it's a transition episode. We got this thing. Now we got to go to the next thing. I don't know. Maybe there was some type of, hey, we got to do however many episodes. So where can we build the story out? And this was one of their ideas. I don't know. Yeah.
1: yeah. But, well, and then, okay. So, we might as well finish it up right yeah so they arrive at the planet and they're like okay we gotta land this thing and I'm like they're dead <laughs> like come that's on next episode though uh, is it uh-huh. oh okay all yeah. right because I did watch the next episode yeah, yeah. all right so we'll save that <laughs> we'll save that for the next yeah. that's a preview for yeah.
0: next episode yeah oh boy <laughs> <laughs> And again, it's another thing that happens to the razor crest. You're like Yeah. The ship is done.
1: And I love that ship. <laughs> yeah. I like the way it looks. I like that it's not like a single cockpit star. It's like a really cool R V, basically, yeah. right? <laughs> it's like a it's not the big giant it's not a Millennium Falcon, you know. It's not a cargo ship, but it's more than just a, a single seat fighter. Yeah. It's yeah. kind of like a it's like a rob- like an SUV, right? It's yeah. a, it's a really tough suburban. It's like that shit from Spaceballs. <laughs> yeah. They, I hope they didn't uh, think of that when they made, like, yeah. we need a really cool RV. Ah, oh, I yeah. got it. <laughs> now that you mentioned it, it kind of looks like, yeah, it does. Doesn't it? It's got the wings on the side
2: <laughs> and Oh no, you're right, you're right up front. But, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Doesn't the R V doesn't it, uh, the R V spaceship and space balls have a bumper sticker on the back? Yeah. I what is that? I'll have to look we'll have to look up to see what it says, yeah. but
0: I break for something. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. Bumper sticker space balls. <laughs> <laughs> something you never thought you'd go oh. We break for nobody. We break for nobody. Oh yeah. Yeah, I guess it's not that funny.
1: Anyway, it would be funny if it was on the Razor Crest. Yeah.
0: So overall, I don't know. For me, I give it a seven. Seven, good, huh? Good moments, but nuts.
1: All right, Blake, what number out of ten would you give it?
2: Oh, I don't know. It Like a six. It was it was good. It was fun. But uh didn't quite move the story forward a whole lot. So, yeah. you know. Yeah. I actually was It was gonna, fun to watch. So. I
1: actually was going to say six. I'd give it a six. Yeah. I mean, despite my criticisms, it's fine. Yeah, yeah, I don't hate it. Right, I'm like, I can, I can look past a lot of things. Yeah,
0: it, you know, in
1: the end, mm-hmm. for the sake of whatever.
0: Well, it was it was fun to watch, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. You got
0: classic Grogu, classic Mando.
1: Well, it's fun to watch because you're like, it's fun to sit here and go, "Come on, that's
0: ridiculous." <laughs> but yeah, it doesn't. Well, I, well the make ice spider scene was pretty amazing. The two X-Wings chasing the Razor Crest through the clouds, That chase was fun. It was cool. Through
2: the ice, through the, yeah. 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 That was cool. Yeah, I liked it. I liked it. Good things. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so thanks, guys, for listening and watching our episode rewatch of The Mandalorian Chapter 10, uh, The Passenger. Definitely subscribe to our YouTube channel. Follow along with our other episodes. You can... Go back and watch. The last two episodes have been video podcasts. Previous to that, there have been audio podcasts of The Mandalorian Review Show. So check out our website, incrediblenerds.com. You can find those audio podcasts along with all our other Star Wars podcasts, uh, Marvel reviews, just everything we've done you can find on CredibleNerds.com. So go check it out. And subscribe to our YouTube channel. Like our videos. Comment on them if you have questions or rebuttals to our points made in this uh, video or others definitely make and we'll, we'll interact with you guys. So thanks for watching, guys, and we will catch you next time. And may the force be with you. Adios.